Good morning. Today is Thursday, the 15th of November. Boy, out of all others, this month has flown by. But this is the daily office. We use morning prayer right to from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. I'm Jaka. The usual disclaimer is that I have no particular subject matter expertise on religion, the Bible, or even the daily office. I just read it for you, with you, and I'm happy to come together on this morning and every morning. We begin on page 78 of the Book of Common Prayer. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. We use the Venite on page 82. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come. Let us adore him. Psalms 23 and 27. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an enemy encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord that I will seek after, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off, do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Joel, Joel chapter 2, verses 21 through 27. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain. The early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our first canticle is number eight, found on page 85, the Song of Moses. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The horse and its rider has he hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my refuge. The Lord has become my savior. 
This is my God, and I will praise him, the God of my people, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a mighty warrior. Yahweh is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army has he hurled into the sea. The finest of those who bear armor have been drowned in the Red Sea. The fathomless deep has overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in renown, and worker of wonders? You stretched forth your right hand. The earth swallowed them up. With your constant love, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you brought them in safety to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession, the resting place you have made for yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of James. James chapter 1, verses 1 through 15. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, greetings. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given you. But ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the wind, driven and tossed by the wind. For the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the field. Its flower fails and its beauty perishes. It is the same way with the rich. In the midst of a busy life, they will wither away. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No one when tempted should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 20, beginning on page 94. Glory to God. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. 
with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 2 and 11 through 32. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country, and there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout the country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare, but here I am dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us proclaim our faith together with the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. 
He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Will you suffrages set A, just a little lower on the page. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is, evil, is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So now would be the time for personal prayers and also the time when I generally say a few things about um, our readings. Today I think we're going to go actually in order. Um, so regarding the Psalms, these were these are for me, these are encouraging Psalms. These are Psalms that basically say, do not be afraid of particular comfort for me is, um, and this is a bit personal, so just, okay, <laughs> is line, or verse 10 of Psalm 27. If my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Um, some of you who know me personally know that I don't really have either parent, and um, my son just has me. And at first, I had a lot of, um, I felt like, felt like we both kind of had this deficit in life to not have both biological parents but um Jack actually figured that one out when he was about three 
and he said from the back seat, completely out of the blue, you know, favorite kid place to drop bombs, right? I know my father. And I said, oh, really? Okay, tell me about him. And he said, I pray to him every night. He is my father in heaven. And um, that was profound wisdom from a toddler. And I have held on to that ever since. And I am very happy that it is confirmed as truth here in the word. And I think that there is special grace for those who are parented by the Lord. And I think we are all, whether or not we have biological parents, parented by the Lord, and we are all positioned to be spiritual parents um, to those around us that might not be our biological children. You might have heard that before, so forgive me if I'm either trite or redundant. Um, And then it goes right on in verse 11 to say, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. What a good parent the Lord is, teaching us the right way, leading us on a level path. We can't always say that for our earthly parents, but we can certainly say that of the Lord. And I know some of us find ourselves in situations where we parent our parents. Relationship with the Lord provides the grace, fills in the gaps, and raises us, raises us above any earthly, um, what we perceive in our earthly minds is a disadvantage. One more point in Psalm 27, um, line 13, I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. My commentary says that this might be better translated in the land of life and indicates that it refers to the temple. I read it a lot differently in both of those interpretations. When I read it in the land of the living, I read it here on earth. I will see the goodness of the Lord here on earth. That's quite different than I will see the goodness of the Lord in the temple, or I will see the goodness of the Lord in church, or I will see the goodness of the Lord in his holy house. Now you can take that even further in, in the time of the Hebrews, God was considered to dwell um, on the ark. In our time, God is with us. There are some other places where it says that God is among the Hebrews. So I kind of, I, I have some varying thoughts or maybe thoughts on both sides of that interpretation. But it just goes to the point that I think I was making yesterday about needing the help of the Holy Spirit to glean what the Lord wants us to know in this moment from the scriptures. Because they can be read so many different ways at different times. And that can be a good thing when we are open to new interpretations. Or it can be a limiting thing when we kind of narrow ourselves into interpretation. All right, so moving on to our Old Testament reading here. Again, the message of do not fear continues. So our reading yesterday said it it told the people to um, go forward in all of their uh, traditions and seek forgiveness, to repent, to do do all the things that that they knew to do to be reconciled to the Lord. And here we kind of assume that that reconciliation has happened, for this is kind of God's response. Reiterating the do not fear from the Psalms. I think the lesson for me, at least here, and maybe it speaks to you as well, is that we should not, even when we find ourselves in a mess of our own making, um, like the audience here who has 
has done things to to bring themselves further from the Lord, when we give that back to God, we can fully expect that he is going to care for us and protect us. That doesn't mean that we won't face sometimes the con it doesn't mean that we won't face the consequence of our actions, but he will turn them for good. So even those consequences will be something that makes us better. And that's one of the ways in which we can discern the Lord from the many other voices, forces, and et cetera out there is um, it is for our good. It betters us. We become more through the process. We become closer to God through the process. There is a line here where I feel, um, I really do question this. Uh, line 25, I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent against you. I'm going to have to dig into that one again, because the army that God sent against them I'm just not really sure about that. So I need I need some better context with this one. So admittedly, I'm leaving you with a question as I myself have a question. I pray that the Lord will clarify for us. All right, moving on to our New Testament reading. Over in James. Um, you know... I think this is, for me at least, this is more encouragement, you know? We, we were just talking about turning, turning times of trial, even when it's trial of our own making, over to the Lord and he will use it. So this is saying the same thing. It's a little tough to think about approaching trial with joy, but I think we can at least approach trial with full confidence that it's an opportunity for the Lord to bless us, transform us, and draw us ever closer to him and into the people that he created us to be. So I think for me, I, I can see trial as opportunity and in that way be thankful, if not for the trial itself, at least for the work that the Lord is going to do through it. And definitely there's encouragement here that if we endure the temptation, that God will bless us. And I am, I am, helped out a little bit with my questioning in our Old Testament reading by verse 13 here. No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. So that just helps me feel better, that God's not setting me up for tricks. These tests are tests that happen, we might say, naturally, right? Um, I do believe that the evil one tempts us or twists our natural desires into temptations. And I think that um, it's really important for us to remember, Mother Teresa said something like, um, thought precedes action. And when the thought is not of God, it it's a slippery slope, um, not, not a good thing. And verse 15 tells us about that. Um, or 14 and 15, but one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then when that desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. And then it goes on to say that good things are from the Lord. So 
So I think that, that this is both an encouragement that if we just persevere, we will see our way through to the blessing. If we just give it over to God, submit ourselves to the trial, do the work. I mean, it is not a passive process by any means. We will. And, and I feel that over the last couple years, I've seen this played out in my life. Um, and so I can look back when I come to the next trial, because we know that there is always a next trial, right? As long as we're here on earth and be comforted that God has seen me through. We have walked through this together before and he has supported me. Um, And then that we do, we guard, this is why we guard our minds because what we put in them is like planting a seed. And we want to be careful that the fruit the plant, you know, the plant and the harvest and all that, all that imagery there, that it is, that it is good. So when we allow ourselves to travel down the path of thoughts that lead to evil fruit, so to speak, and forgive me if that sounds, if that's a difficult image for you, um, I, I would say outcomes that are undesirable, maybe if, if fruit of evil is difficult for you, um, as opposed to those things that we are planning in our minds that lead to desirable outcomes. Um, if you're if you're into Ignatian philosophy and prayer at all, you would say consolation or desolation. I think, um, and that's why for us, it's important. I talk to my son about this a lot as he's in the throes of adolescence and puberty, that trying to get yourself not to think of things is is futile, right? but you let the thoughts pass through and then you redirect your mind. So we might say you fix your sight on on the Lord and what is of the Lord, but you don't, there's a difference between allowing the thought to pass through and following the thought, right? Allowing the thought to become fantasy is the next step toward it becoming action. And that is just a whole path that we don't even want to go down, right? So that was that was important affirmation in here for me too. Then going to our gospel reading, uh, this is another familiar um, parable. But what I gleaned from this that was maybe a little bit new today is that when the son got in trouble, instead of going back to the father, he went and hired himself out. How many times do we, when we're in trouble, hire ourselves out to someone or something other than the Lord and trust in them or it for our sustenance to meet our needs? And that thing or person does not. So in this case, finally, the son goes back, he humbles himself and goes back to the father and I would hope that this is the lesson that we can take from this parable, that when we find ourselves in the time of need, or as we've been talking about today, in the time of crisis, we can get what we need from the Father. So maybe instead of turning first to the earthly things and people and being disappointed by them, we can turn first to the Father and find what we need. That's pretty much my whole point for today, but there is a little side note. In verse 30, it speaks to the son devouring the father's property. And that does call me back to our Old Testament reading about um, land being devoured by locusts. 
So there, and that was our, you know, that was followed by our, our question, right? Because God supposedly sent the army. I shouldn't say supposedly. The verse says that God sent the army against them. So there is something interesting here in redemption too, and that it doesn't necessarily mean getting the property back because getting the son back was more valuable than getting the property back. But that which has been devoured will be redeemed, maybe in unexpected ways. I'm very curious about the rest of this story, you know? Does the father go back, or does the son go back to the father? Does he end up replenishing the family fortune that he had taken? What is the rest of the story here? And um, being an advocate of the sacred story, which we might talk more about later, I, I would say that we turn our story over to God and let him tell it to us. And maybe that's just dropping a tidbit and then kind of leaving it, but I do have to get going this morning. I'm thankful that you were here with me today, and I'm thankful that we have each other to tell our stories to. Um, but I would say that first we allow, we do, as I just said, allow God to tell them to us. Because just as with the readings of the Bible, we have to read with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in order for things to be revealed to us truly. It's the same way with our own lives. From inside the making of the movie, it looks very different than watching it on the screen and very different than the division that the director has in his mind, right? So let us, give, let us give our crises, our trials, our temptations, our blessings, and the stories of our lives, the stories of us up to the Lord and allow him to make what he will of it. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. And now we'll pause a bit if you haven't already for personal prayers. Let us continue together with the general thanksgiving found on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a mother loves her children, as a good mother loves her children. 
We go in peace to follow the good road. And may God's blessing be with us always. Amen. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining me this morning.